Hi everyone, it's Amy here. Today we have a fun episode with Jess, Brandy, and I. We are going to talk all about Wyoming. It's a jam-packed show. Let's get started. But first, this is me. We are so excited to do an episode all about Wyoming. This is something we've been wanting to do for a little while, and we thought, yeah, let's let's do this. And then we had so many ideas. I think we might have to have a part two and a part three. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much we can talk about. So we just selected a few topics with our awesome, wonderful, huge state, Wyoming. And um, we, of course, want to start with a little bit of history. Mm-hmm. Um, if you or anyone you know loves dinosaurs, Wyoming is actually really rich in dinosaur artifacts and museums. So it's a great place to discover more on that. And the word Wyoming translates to at the big plains. The names of the Wyoming tribes from this area include Arapaho, Bannock, Cheyenne, Comanche, Crow, Dakota Sioux, Kiowa, Pawnee, Shoshone, and the Ute. Wyoming has one reservation and it's the Wind River Reservation. Wyoming was the first state to grant women the right to vote in 1869. This action led to the nickname the suffrage state and later to the equality state. Equality is also our state motto. Esther Hobart Morris hailed from Wyoming and she was the first woman justice of the peace and that was in 1870. Wyoming officially became a state on July 10, 1890 and has officially adopted a cowboy on a bucking horse. His name is Steamboat, FYI, as a symbol of the state. This has led some to refer to Wyoming as the cowboy state. Wyoming also was the first state to elect a female governor. Her name was Nellie Taylor Ross, and that was in 1925. We are also home to the University of Wyoming, and we thought we would just touch on this a little bit. Um, They came out with a new campaign slogan in recent years called the world needs more cowboys. Had you heard of that slogan, Brandy? Yeah, I hear it all the time. I feel like it's really increased in popularity and I love it. I love the slogan. I think it's awesome. Yeah, when I heard it, I didn't really feel any any type of way about it, but apparently it became controversial because people were saying that it was a sexist slogan, that it left out females and was only about um, promoting the patriarchy of white men um, kind of making decisions in our state and our country. And so I thought that was interesting when I heard that because I am a female and I didn't feel that way. Um, But I I guess just the image of the cowboy has always been kind of this typical uh, traditional just white man. And so it was also they felt left out people of color as well in their slogan. Um, so I thought that was interesting because for I'm not even from Wyoming originally. Now I consider myself to be from Wyoming. Um, but to me, it embodied the, the code of the West, the cowboy. Like, what does that mean? Um, and so I thought maybe we could just kind of yeah, definitely. I I did not realize there had been a controversy. I must live under a rock because I didn't know that this this part of it until you had shared that with me. I am not offended. Um, I would think it's a great honor to be considered a cowboy. I don't think of the last part of that boy or girl as something that you know defines 
me. Um, I, you know, if someone were to call me a cowboy, I'd take pride in that. You know, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I, I, I love Wyoming. I love our state. And, um, I think the world does need more cowboys and, the Code of the West is a gentleman's agreement to certain rules of conduct. It was never written into statutes, but it was respected everywhere on the range. It's also called Cowboy Ethics. And uh, I thought it'd be kind of cool to read it. There are different versions online of this. Um, some go into more depth uh, than others, but all you'd have to do is just Google um, Cowboy Ethics or Code of the West. And so this is just one of them uh, that I found. Live each day with courage. Take pride in your work. Always finish what you start. Do what has to be done. Be tough but fair. When you make a promise, keep it. Ride for the brand. Talk less and say more. Remember that some things aren't for sale and know where to draw the line. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, those are words that anybody can live by. And I think by saying the world needs more cowboys, we're just, it's just more saying like, hey, let's everyone step up and do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Live your life according to, you know, morals and ethics. And the world needs more of that. And not just saying the world needs more white men. Right. right. No, I don't think that's at all what the slogan was going for. Um, I don't view it that way. No. And well, kind of like the golden rule. Yeah. You know? When you look at our rich history of um, being the first state to allow women to vote and having the first state to have a female governor, um, those are very, that's empowering to women. However, I will say, although we made great strides back then in the late 1800s and early 1900s, sometimes now today in our modern society in Wyoming, it can and feel like we are still behind the times on mm -hmm. that. Um, I know that Wyoming in a recent study was ranked 50th in the wage gap between men and women. Come on, Wyoming, I we know. need to step up. <laughs> like women in Wyoming are not getting paid the same as men are for the same job for the same time. Um, and so we've got to do better on that. And then also in our, our politics, um, Women in legislature are only 16% of wow. the available seats. Yeah, that's pretty low. And we only have 20% of the county commissioners are women. Um, and so, you know, we, yeah. we need more women to step up in, in politics and to represent us here in our state, I yeah. believe. And thank you to the women who are already. Yeah, I think we should have a shout out to them as well, because we've had some wonderful uh, women step up and step into politics um, recently, especially uh, we've we've had Barbara Kubin, Cynthia Lummis, more recently, Afi Ellis, Andy Clifford, of course, Liz Cheney. Um, these are all women who are making strides for us and representing us in our state. So thank you to you. Um, but to everyone else out there, if you've ever had a calling on your heart, maybe consider stepping up and into, um, into a role in politics here in our state. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be great. That's awesome. We, um, you know, wanted to talk about so many things. Wyoming is rich in so much. And of course, when you hear Wyoming, you might think of Yellowstone National Park, Devil's Tower, which was the first national monument. I actually grew up near Devil's Tower. And um, I, I actually know the legend by heart on, on why it's called Devil's oh, Tower. Do you know the legend? No, Have you ever? Okay. So don't get mad at me, listeners, if I botch this up. But this is how I remember being told the story. And having grown up in Sundance, we would go to Devil's Tower all the time, walk around the tower. Well, years 
years later, we went back as a family and <laughs> it's a little more strenuous than I had recalled, you know, as a kid, you can just run yeah. circles around your family, you know, but, uh, the story as I know it, there were several, um, or actually I, I believe it's seven, um, Native American children that were playing and they started to, they were being chased by a bear. So they started to run and they found a rock and they were on the rock and they started to pray um, on this rock and the rock grew and grew and grew. And the bear is still trying to get after him and or after the children. And he's like clawing at this growing rock. Hence the, the ridges you see in devil's tower. So they're praying for their safety. And, um, then the little girls or the little children become the big dipper, like the stars, the seven stars of the, the big or the little dipper um, in the sky. So that's the legend. But what it what Devil's Tower, Tower actually is, is the core of a volcano. And um, it's a really, really neat place to go visit. And um, I, I, I think it's cool that I grew up near that area. Yeah. I remember having a lemonade stand in my neighborhood and people would stop and go, it's so exciting. You know, people are going to buy our lemonade. And they were like, no, where, and can you point us in the direction of Devil's Tower? Like that's mostly <laughs> what people stopped by our little stand because they wanted to know directions uh, to get there. Um, so yeah, Yellowstone National Park. Um, I grew up, um, well, in the middle of high school, my family moved to Powell. So we were near Yellowstone National Park too. And it's a beautiful, beautiful area. And uh, so I listed that, and um, of course Kanye West. Yes, <laughs> you might a, think a of Kanye transplant to our great yeah. state. <laughs> um, so I actually have a Kanye story. Um, as you guys know, that him and his wife um, bought a ranch uh, near Cody, Wyoming. And as I just mentioned, I'm from Powell, and I went up there this last fall. I traveled up by myself to go visit some friends, and as I'm at my sister's house. My sister's looking at her phone. She goes, oh, my gosh, Kanye is going to have a Sunday service this weekend. We should go. And I'm like, what does that mean? I don't even know what that is. I mean, I've heard that he will occasionally preach. Um, and I, I just didn't know what this event was. It was free to the community. And word was starting to spread. But there was really hardly any time for people to hear about this event. Some Sunday service that was going to happen in Cody. And uh, we ended up going and it was really awesome. It was outdoors. It was a beautiful day. And uh, Kanye did not take the stage or speak any, or anything, but he did play drums a few times. What it was was the most incredible gospel music I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Um, and a very, we looked up the name of the choir director later, and he's pretty famous. And it was just a really fun hour-long show. Mm. And uh, Kanye put it on for the public. So, and then I think I put something on my Facebook about it and all my colleagues at work were like Brandy was at the Kanye thing and Cody of all people yes yes I was there nice. so, yeah well we also have Harrison Ford that lives here yep. in uh around near Jackson Hole Wyoming and I think it's cool when you've got some celebrities who kind of um make your state their home mm -hmm. we sometimes just don't hear about it right. maybe they're reclusive or they're just here as their like weekend summer home or something but I do know Harrison Ford is very active in his community especially during the summers when we have um, search and rescue when people get lost in the mountains and they need to be found or when we have fires because he's a pilot and so he has oftentimes used his own personal plane and piloted the plane to go and help 
uh, search for people, rescue people, and I think also was some of the helping some of the forestry fires as well. So, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, I've heard uh, about Harrison Ford being uh, in the area, and um, lots of former presidents mm-hmm. have vacationed in Wyoming as well. And every once in a while, you just hear these different names. Um, I had thought at one time that Tom Cruise had a place in near story. And of course, you just hear these things. and You always wonder, you know, are they really here? I've heard Amy Grant has been in the Cody area several times. Um, I remember seeing one of the um, Trump planes yeah. uh, at the Cheyenne Airport. So yep. it's like I, I assume they were vacationing near Saratoga yeah. uh, is what I was told. So it's really cool when you hear about celebrities yeah. being in our awesome state. Supporting so. our state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, also, uh, when it comes to Wyoming, uh, as far as the weather goes, I'm no meteorologist, but basically, to give you the rundown, it's nine months of winter, sometimes brutal, lots of wind, blazing hot summers with no breeze and it only seems to rain and hail when you're trying to enjoy an outdoor concert it seems that about sums it up (laughs) (laughs) i do tell people that we have two seasons in wyoming winter and summer we don't really get any of the transitional seasons like spring and fall it just kind of it's winter 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 and the next day it's summer and then you're enjoying summer and literally the next day we have a snowstorm and we're right back into winter and of course everyone's favorite's fall but it lasts for about five minutes here so yes yes Well, we can't have a show about Wyoming and not talk about the food that's iconic to our state. Um, We actually found a list uh, that we thought we would chat about and then add our own our own stuff at the end. Uh, I found this on onlyinyourstate.com, iconic Wyoming foods. So I thought we would talk about these on this list. It. I was surprised at how popular this is. You'll see it everywhere if you ever visit Wyoming. Chicken fried steak. Uh-huh. Also chicken fried chicken. Yeah, that chicken fried everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, gosh, uh, any comments on chicken fried steak, my vegetarian I friend, know. Amy? <laughs> I have to We're about ready to talk about some steak and potatoes here right now. So I know. I'm looking down through this list and, um, you know, we'll get to everything on here, but I think it's all meat, yeah. which I'm not surprised at living in Wyoming. This is a meat, a meatitarian state. That's um, so, true. so I can't really chime in on any of these. I don't yes. think I've tried one single thing on this list, but we'll we'll go ahead and um, put it out there because I think most everybody from Wyoming has had these foods because Wyoming is big on their um, on oh, the yeah. steak. Uh, it's not just steak, but all of the all of the protein that can be yes. consumed by animals. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> The second one listed is Rocky Mountain Oysters. Oh, if I was going to try anything, it would not be that. No, I am a Wyoming native and I've never had this. Okay. Um, so in case you don't know what they are, I will tell you that they are deep fried calf bull testicles. Oh. Doesn't that just sound terrible? Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> they are served with a gravy or dipping sauce. You're going to need it. I mean, right? <laughs> that's awful (laughs) the next one is elk probably in all its forms yeah I mean that doesn't surprise me at all we have a lot of a lot of elk and we have a lot of hunters um and so I think that's good like uh, I do promote that Uh, I'm a proponent of if you're gonna hunt it eat it yeah definitely yeah definitely the next on here is bison burgers I love bison burgers I think they're delicious well what makes it (laughs) taste different Um, I mean 
I, it's a leaner meat. Yeah. I know that. Um, I feel, I don't know, maybe a little fancier. Like, oh, it's not ground beef. It's okay. a bison burger. Yeah. It's just all in my head, I'm sure. So, <laughs> but they are very, very popular around here and uh, they're really good. Uh, choke cherry preserves. Have you ever had that? Okay. That's the only thing on here that's not meat. <laughs> and I have not had that. So I probably need to make it a point to um, find that. It's just okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's all right. Are they it's kind okay. of like tart? Yeah, yeah, it's all right. And, and then maybe again, maybe I haven't haven't had the right um, choke cherry preserve recipe or something. But it is really famous around here. You will find it in every little gift shop. It yeah. seems. Uh, next is rack of lamb. I've never had rack of lamb ever. Okay. And I know Amy hasn't either. No, I so. definitely have not. <laughs> <laughs> the next step is trout. I I love fish, so I will okay. eat any kind of fish. Of course, I mean because you know, fishing is a very popular thing to do in Wyoming. So, you know, have you been, are you a fisher woman? Um, I did when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I haven't since then. Um, I would, I would, I would probably need, you know, little, um, you know, tips and stuff on how to do this again. But I remember fishing as a kid and I enjoyed it. So I like that's like when you picture Wyoming, especially people maybe who aren't from here, like some of the pictures that flash through your mind are, but for me, like an iconic one would be a fly fisherman standing Mm -hmm. in the middle of a river, you know, with his long when they cast it yes. see I'm trying to like remember yeah. some of this terminology <laughs> so um I really am from Wyoming too so next up oh of course jerky yeah huge here and it wouldn't it doesn't necessarily have to be um beef jerky I mean there's um even you know just other kinds I've seen so much even in natural grocers um so jerky is huge I love jerky really the only my favorite kind is the teriyaki that's you know of course road trip food right there um white chili that surprised me that that was on the list yeah I'm actually not that surprised I hear that a lot um and before moving here I mean like obviously white chili is not just uh in Wyoming but it's not something that was super popular anywhere that I had ever heard Mm-mm. of before coming here. And people are serious about their chili and especially their white chili here. Like serious yes. about it. So. Well, there's the Chugwater Chili Cook-Off yeah. every year. Um, we have the Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. Chili Cook-Off here mm-hmm. in Cheyenne. I think every town in Wyoming has a chili cook-off of I some kind, chili. at least one, maybe five. There's a lot of chili yes. cook-offs going on. And we, of course, talked about steak. So any kind of cut of steak Basically is huge. Steak. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, so then our own list uh, here. Um, back to the chili. Yeah. Amy, talk to so, talk to us about this. This is just weird, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All of you who are from Wyoming are gonna be like, "You're crazy," but you guys are the only ones that have cinnamon rolls with your chili. I have never heard of that before outside of Wyoming. When I first moved here, I thought people were trying to pull my leg when they were talking about having chili and cinnamon rolls. I was like, what? That's so weird. (laughs) And we're talking like red chili, right? With the tomatoes and um, meat and beans. So not necessarily like white chili, but the red chili. I still don't really get it. I mean, obviously, like I eat vegetarian chili and I (laughs) I still have not tried to put a cinnamon roll with it so I I guess I don't know what I'm missing um but I just I'm not I can't picture it right so this was a typical school lunch this this was probably the most popular school lunch day when 
chili and cinnamon rolls were served. It was just huge. This is what I grew up with. I didn't know any other way, honestly. Um, so I actually have a little surprise for you. I looked up <laughs> what the deal is with um, the whole combo of yes, chili. What's the origin behind chili and cinnamon rolls? So I found this and it was on mix973.com. I have no idea where this radio station's out of, but I thought this was a really, really cool story. I don't know if it's true or not, but (laughs) this is what one person found when they were researching this combination. She found a comment on a Facebook page that said chili and cinnamon rolls was called a logger's breakfast. Logging camps would take yesterday's leftovers and make chili and dump it over a cinnamon roll for high calories the loggers needed to complete their work. So I thought that was really interesting, and it's very popular in surrounding states um, to Wyoming. So Nebraska, Colorado, Utah, Montana, and Kansas. And I guess there's an entire Pinterest page dedicated to cinnamon rolls and chili, which I think is funny. And you can eat this in a variety of ways. Some people save the cinnamon roll to eat as a dessert after their chili. Some people break up the pieces of the roll, put it in their chili. Like, it's just whatever you want to do. But it is a very popular thing here, and oftentimes people who aren't from here – like you yes. did not grow up here um, and come to this state and just find that so odd. It is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I, I hope, man, we've talked about it so much. I think I'm going to have to have some chili with cinnamon rolls. Um, one thing that's huge in Wyoming, prime rib. People love prime rib. It's not my thing. If I'm going to have it, it's going to have to be covered in horseradish. Um, I don't know, but people love their prime rib in Wyoming. Um, Now, we cannot forget to talk about Taco Taco John's. John's. Everybody loves Taco John's in Wyoming. What is Taco John's? So it is a fast food taco place. Yeah, it's like Tex-Mex, I think. Kind of like a Southwest type. It is. And it originated in Cheyenne. And the original Taco John's is still in Cheyenne. In fact, that's the one I swing by. It's closer to where I, you know, work and live. Um, It's everywhere, though. There are tons of Taco John's franchises. But if you're not from an area that has a Taco John's, you don't understand how important it is to Wyomingites. Yeah. I'm not from here. And so I had never heard of Taco John's. But but. You know, I was talking about chili and cinnamon rolls being weird. On the opposite end of that, I love me some Taco John's. I'm so glad that I got to come here and experience potato Olays. Yeah, it's amazing. uh, I grew up eating Taco John's, um, and people here love it. When they move away, they miss it. They crave it. So if you're ever in Wyoming, you got to have to talk, uh, you know, check out some Taco John's. So um, I thought it would be fun to throw it out to my friends, too. You know, what? Do you consider to be an iconic Wyoming food? So I wanted to read some of my friends' comments. And uh, let's see here. Okay, so there was a lot of talk of Taco John's when I put the question out. You know, what do you consider to be iconic Wyoming food? Lots of talk about that. Of course, uh, uh, someone commented beans. Of course, that's synonymous with cowboys, the Old West. Um, Lots of people talking about the chili with cinnamon rolls. And um, oh, so there's another place. Um, I miss this place so much. A few of my friends mentioned this. Pizza on the Run. It's only in Powell, Cody, and Warland, I believe. Oh. It is the most delicious pizza ever. I miss it so much. Uh, so that is definitely something people think of. Of course, anything bison. And um, someone mentioned cowboy cookies. Have you ever heard of these? No. So it has oats, chocolate chips, coconut, pecans, cinnamon, 
um, they're kind of considered the first protein bar, if, oh, okay. if you will. So uh, I guess they were popular out on the range. And uh, gosh, that's kind of what pe- uh, ranch potatoes, someone had commented those as well. So um, none of the things we had just listed, you know, like yeah. rack of lamb and <laughs> anything <laughs> trout, meat, basically. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. That's what people enjoy. So um, we, uh, we, we just hope you guys enjoyed hearing all about Wyoming food just now. I know. Well, what about, let's talk about maybe some misconceptions about Wyoming or um, myths. I don't know, just kind of things that you hear <laughs> that make you laugh being from here. Oh, yeah. People who aren't from here. Like, what are some uh, misconceptions that you hear? Well, I would have to say... <laughs> We have every modern day convenience you can think of. Yeah. We <laughs> we do not um, use outhouses or know, ride right? a horse to work or school. <laughs> we often get these comments if we're somewhere else and people hear that you're from Wyoming and they just look at you like, that really is a place? Yeah. You know, or do they just imagine like the old West? You know, we, we are in the year 2020. We're in the, you know, we have all the same conveniences everyone else does. So. Yeah, I get that a lot. I think people think that I have to order anything that I want, like anything. If, they, if you're not killing an animal to eat it, then you're going to have to order your food out from Amazon. You're going to have to order clothing. Right. Unless you can sew your own. And it's like, no, it's just not like that. I think people still think of it as like the frontier you know, um, and no, we do have every modern convenience. We have all the fashionable stores. We have the restaurants like, and I don't even know how to ride a horse. So there's that. I mean, (laughs) like we're not all, we have cars, we have paved roads, we have indoor plumbing and electricity. We have everything everyone else does. It's so funny. Um, yeah. I think sometimes there's this country bumpkin mentality, like we're not educated and Mm. that's just not true at all. I mean, we have a lot of opportunities for education in our state. And even though we only have one four-year university, that doesn't mean we don't have technical schools and two-year colleges. We have those all throughout the state. So we're we're not dumb people. We are smart people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I will say too, we personally live in Cheyenne, which is our state's capital. And so it always baffles my mind when people from other places don't know Cheyenne. They don't know how to spell it. They don't know how to pronounce it. They don't know where it is. And I'm like, people, you had to learn this in elementary school. We are one. We're at the state capital and Wyoming is one of the 50 states. In fact, um, I had to recently, it was just recently after I moved here. So not recently now, but um, I was having to give somebody in a call center, my address for something. And so I was, you know, giving the number, my street number and everything. And then, um, I spelled out Cheyenne because some people who aren't from here don't know how to spell it. So I spelled C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E. And so it was real quiet on the other end of the line and long pause. And she goes, okay, so you live in Shanene, Wyoming? (laughs) Did you just start laughing? Yeah, because I'm like, um, I don't even think I did start laughing because I was a little irritated. I was like, it's Cheyenne, the capital of the state. Like, And lots of women's names are Cheyenne. Yeah. It would be spelled the same way. Yeah. No, Shanene. I was like, oh, girl. That's so funny. Well, I think, um, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this. I have talked to a few people who've had this happen to them. I'll be in another state, another area of the United States. 
And when people ask me where I'm from, I say Wyoming, but for some reason they hear Miami. I don't know what is up with that. (laughs) Please email me if you, if you've experienced this, it, it is a thing. I've been in Florida, Texas, this even happened to me when I was in Nashville and, um, yeah, they hear the word Miami. I don't know how you hear that with Wyoming, but it's a thing. It's a thing. So also accents, like I don't really notice and especially like I'm not from here, so I would notice. I don't really notice that there's a Wyoming accent. I agree with you. Okay. But I have had people say to me, they he- think they hear me have longer O sounds. Mm. I don't know if that was from my time living in North Dakota. I don't know. But um, I've had a few people, th- you know, say we say things a little bit differently. But I don't think Wyoming really has an accent. No, but I think that's also a misconception is that people from other places tend to think we have a southern accent really like, when they talk of like uh-huh. they might be like uh you know quoting somebody from wyoming or whatever and they'll talk with like a drawl and i'm like that's southern that's not wyoming at all <laughs> yeah i don't know where they're getting that oh my gosh well i came across this really cool list i think it's cool it made me laugh um it's on a website called movoto m-o-v-o-t-o Dot com And there, the guy who wrote this, his name is Spencer McKee. And I thought it'd be fun to go through this list yeah. uh, together. Uh, it's uh, all about 30 Wyoming things that out-of-towners just don't understand. So I thought this was really funny. Oreos are even better when they've been deep fried. Have you ever had deep fried I Oreos? I have not had one They're of those delicious. Yet. And I don't know why I haven't because I always see them like at the at Frontier Days mm-hmm. at the fair and stuff. I don't I guess just because I'm an adult now and I'm kind of like, oh, I can't eat all those calories in one thing. But oh, yeah. so this is what I do. I share them with my daughter because it makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. But they give you five of them. Oh, wow. So I get two. She gets three because I'm not going to split one. But they're delicious. If you get a chance to okay, try do deep fried Oreos, you need to try it. Uh, number two, there is nothing evil about the Devil's Tower. So I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um, Wyoming isn't flat. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, no, we have mountains. I mean, even where it looks flat, we're higher than Denver, which is the mile high city. I think our elevation where we appear to be flat is over 6,000 feet. Yeah, I so one thing my husband uh, before he before I dragged him out to the west, um, he thought Wyoming was flat and that North Dakota had mountains and you know a little more scenic, but it's actually flip flopped. Uh, North Dakota is more of a flat state and Wyoming has mountains and trees and things. So I thought a lot of people do think that Wyoming is is flat. Yeah. No. Oh, no. We've got lots of geography here happening. So number four, Wyomingites aren't really worried about the Yellowstone supervolcano. Yeah, have you ever been true. asked about this? I have. Me too. I have a lot. And I'm just kind of like, well, I mean, I guess if it happens, like we're, there's nothing we can do about it. So. Right. This is honestly something I never think about. No. And when people ask me if I'm worried about the super volcano erupting in Yellowstone, I, I, I'm like, blink, blink, blink. And then I'm like, what are you talking about? It's so far in the back of my head. Yeah. I don't ever worry about that. Uh, <laughs> number five, potato olays. We talked about this. Oh, yes. Potato olays, which are available at Taco John's, are kind of like a tater tot, but they have special magical yeah, seasoning on them that make them addicting. It's different than a tater tot, though. Like, I don't know why it's better. And it's, um, 
maybe a, it's a little smaller, so it doesn't have quite as much of the potato meat inside, and it's got more Just of fried. the deep fried part, <laughs> so that's why it's better. So it says, potato allays are more addictive than insert anything else here yes. and i would say that that is true, true. uh this uh says bambi is cute and he tastes even better that is <laughs> kind of the mentality in wyoming we definitely talked a lot about um how important uh you know game is here uh, number seven the big majestic animal over there is not a buffalo it's a bison uh, i'm sure yes yes so i get it buffalo are in africa bison mm-hmm. are in north america um i use the words interchangeably yeah i do too I think a lot of Americans do. Yeah. Like, I'm not offended if you say buffalo. No. Uh-uh. I think Because I say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and in fact, we have um, in Cheyenne, we have kind of a landmark on the state line between Colorado and Cheyenne at the Terry Bison Ranch. Up yeah. on the cliff there is a buffalo. Mm-hmm. And so, or a bison, I guess yeah. would be the correct word. But whenever, like, I'm on the phone with my husband in the car or something, like, okay, where are you? Oh, I'm just passing the buffalo. Be mm-hmm. home soon. You know, mm-hmm. that's just kind of how we say it. Oh, so. yeah. Buffalo bison is interchangeable. It's interchangeable. It's fine. (laughs) Number eight. All Wyomingites know keeping a snowsuit in the trunk is a necessity. Well, I don't necessarily keep a snowsuit in my trunk. I don't think I've worn one since I was a child. Same. Um, But I never, ever take out my snow brush ice scraper thing mm-hmm. that's in my car year round you just never know when you're going to need that and you do not want to be without one of those we do have um kind of winter kits in our trunks yes. and emergency kits things like that you're going to always want to have jumper cables yeah. just stuff like you don't want to be without those kinds of things but um yeah I mean we're just kind of you just have to be prepared yeah really. Nick my husband is big on that so we have snow kits in our um cars kind of with like granola bars and yeah. food and extra um, jumper cables. We all carry a an extra winter coat in the trunk of our car and we have boots as well. So um, gloves and a hat just, just in case like you just don't ever know. And so this is a thing too while we're talking about it. I don't know if this is on the list later but not being from here. We don't close down interstates in other states. You guys oh. do. I have never seen an interstate close. Huh. Since yeah. before I came here. And now I come here and it closes like twice a week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a thing. That's true. That's a thing. Okay, number nine. That irritation over seeing the greenies is totally appropriate. So for those of you who don't know what a greenie is, you want to explain that, Brandy? Sure. So we're not trying to upset anybody here or irritate anyone, but uh, greenies are um, Colorado residents. Uh, it's because their license plates are green. Yeah. And um, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to approach this one because I love our Colorado friends, our Colorado listeners, yeah. but there's definitely um, some tension sometimes between Wyoming and Colorado when it comes to sharing the road. Yeah. <laughs> I'll well, put it that way. And, and not just that. I mean, like border war, right? Sure, so our sure. colleges, our mm-hmm. um, games, things like the that. The rivalry. Yeah, there's yeah. just a rivalry. And I think it's all in good fun and, and good sure. spirits because we actually do have a lot of people who commute yes. either way. We have Coloradoans who come up here for work. We have Wyomingites who go down there for work. Um, so I think we're all learning to get along. <laughs> but you know, there's a little bit of that um, spend your money locally kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing. So yeah, but yeah. I will say, did you know there is a 307 day 
in Northern Colorado. Oh no. Yeah. So I know we have it, but I didn't know Colorado. Yeah. I've seen it before. Um, of course it always ends up being like on drill weekend and we're not heading down that way, but they uh, give a special discount. I think it's 10% discount if you are a Wyoming resident on a particular, uh, day or weekend. So keep your eyes open for that. So yeah, we try to. Thanks Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Number 10, you don't need a local team to love football. Yes. Wyoming does not have a football team. That's kind of sad, but no, no NFL team. No, mm-hmm. I think most people here are either Denver Broncos fans yes. or Kansas City Chiefs fans. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yes. And I think you and I, our husbands are um, on opposite yes. sides. <laughs> your your we'll husband must that. be a Broncos <laughs> yes. fan. Okay. And uh, all my whole family are, they're Broncos fans. Uh, yeah. Of course, you know, I married a Chiefs fan, so. <laughs> That's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> smiling right now (laughs) number 11 you don't have to be a cowboy to love the rodeo in Wyoming I can attest to that I am not from here I'm not even from anywhere close to the west um I'm not a cowboy I'm as far away from that as can be but I love the rodeo it is so fun I love frontier days um I love seeing all the different sports in rodeo and these people are athletes you know they are the toughest of the tough and they work all year long to come to these rodeos and compete and I can just really appreciate it I love the rodeo so I would fall into that category too same I mean I I, even though I'm from here I grew up here I'm not (laughs) I'm, I'm definitely urban. (laughs) I, I, but I, you can't help but get into the spirit of things. I mean, that's really what Wyoming is. And I, I love going to the rodeo and even though I didn't grow up around horses, I mean, I occasionally rode with friends, but I, and I really don't know a lot. In fact, I want to get, if there's a book that's called rodeo for dummies, I'd love to (laughs) get it because I don't know how they score what they score, but, um, I love the rodeo. It's awesome. So what's your favorite? Oh gosh, the bull riding. Everybody loves seeing bull riding, but I love watching barrel racing too. Uh Uh-huh. So I love the bull riding. And then I like, um, I guess I don't know what it's called, but the juniors, like when the little kids come out to rope the, yeah. Yeah. The 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 mutton busting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a favorite too. Those kids are so cute. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Number 12. No, the wind here never stops. We are in a very, very windy state. It really, it just never stops. stops. It doesn't matter. You know, we talked about nine months of winter. Mm -hmm. Well, the other three months of summer, we still have wind. Like it really never stops. It's, it is worse in the winter. Yeah. That is probably the biggest thing that I encountered coming to Wyoming. Um, just having to get used to the wind and I have been here 12 years now and I'm not used to the wind. It is the reason why Oftentimes people move away from here. Yeah. I mean, it really is, it can be harsh. Mm-hmm. It can be really, really rough. And, um, you know, it, it can be one of the things, you know, say someone moves away and they're like, that's the one thing I don't miss is the yes. wind. Like I miss the people, but I do not miss the yeah. wind. Well, I think part of it, so coming here um, from Ohio, Ohio is farmland, but it's also forest. Like there's so many trees, just dense, dense trees. And so coming here, um, I remember landing in DIA, Denver International Airport, and making the drive up to Cheyenne and just kind of looking out the windows and we get to the state line and I'm looking to the scenery changes a little bit and I'm like yeah this is beautiful but I'm like there's something I just can't put my finger on like what is it there's something and by later that evening I was like I know what it is 
I saw, I was like, where are your trees? <laughs> like, they're just all in Yellowstone. They just really aren't trees. <laughs> right. I mean, obviously we have some trees, but it's just not. Not like, dense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of where the wind comes in too, is that we just don't have the trees to like block the yeah. wind. We yeah. are, I, it's not flat, but we are considered a portion of Wyoming to be a plains mm-hmm. state, plains. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that definitely um, contributes to the wind. There's not really nothing to kind of I've often it. thought about how did the settlers stay here? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How'd they make it through? I mean, we're on homes and buildings, offices, but these covered wagons, I often think about how did they tough I know. We see semis tipped over on the interstate. Yeah. Like, we're covered wagons like that, like, tipped over all across the Probably. trail. <laughs> Maybe it's because I couldn't keep going anymore. Like, I guess we'll yeah. just settle I right here. I we'll have to stay. Yeah. Let's tough, stay. toughest, toughest people. That's for sure. Number 13, Wyoming geysers are something you have to see to believe. Yes. They're referring to Yellowstone. And yeah. um, it's just gorgeous. All faithful. Yeah, you cannot describe it. You just have to experience it. Yeah, I think there's uh, the steamboat geyser as well. Um, Yeah, they're just so cool. Very, very majestic. I don't even know how you would explain that to somebody who's never... You just have to go visit Yellowstone and check it out. (laughs) All right, 14. Ice fishing isn't just a novelty. It's a totally legitimate way to get some supper. (laughs) I've never been ice fishing. That does not... That's not my... But... It's huge here. People love to ice fish. Oh, people have. I I did not realize this. Like I thought when you were going to go ice fishing, you just like you just go, you pick a spot that's on solid ice, cut out a circle and you have like the cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Like have a chair and you sit there. (laughs) But people have like legitimate little shacks, I guess you call it. Little like cabins that they sit in the same spot all year long. And like, that's mine. I own it. I come here when I go to, to fish and. It's here all the time. I didn't really know that. So, and there's like heaters and stuff. So yeah, like you can make it homey. Mm-hmm. I'd, it I'd love to check it out sometime. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Yeah. 15. Speaking of which, dinner is lunch and supper is dinner. Are you familiar with this? Have you heard people say well, this before? So, in what, where I'm from in Ohio, we called dinner supper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that wasn't new to me. And then for me, um, most people called it lunch and some people called it dinner. And I thought the people people who called it dinner were just more high class people. <laughs> and Fancy so lunch. I decided I was going to adopt that because I wanted to be a little more higher class. And so then I started calling lunch dinner. Nice. Dinner. Like, you know, you put your pinky out for tea <laughs> as well. And yeah. And so I don't know. I guess I just started calling like lunch was dinner and dinner was dinner. So yeah, for yeah. me, lunch is lunch. Dinner and supper are interchangeable. Yeah. That's just how I, how I yeah. talk about it. So, it's yeah. funny. All right. So we have the next one up is every Wyomingite has a little cowboy in them. I completely agree. Yeah. I love that. I know. Okay. Especially like one time a year during Frontier yeah, Day. Yeah. Like, we all become cowboys. Yeah, I know. You could be the most urban person ever yeah. and not even like be a little bit cowboy. And all of a sudden you're like, I'm a cowboy. I'm oh, Frontier yeah. Days. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Number 17, Wyomingites aren't concerned about locking their doors. That's how I grew up. We didn't really lock our doors. Um, of course, now, I mean, things are a little bit different, but I would say it's a very, very safe state. We don't, you know, we we don't really need to um, worry so much about crime. Of course, every city has their own problems, but Wyoming is a very safe state to be in. Yeah, I lock my doors 
and we have an alarm system, but more just for peace of mind, I think. Like, oh, yeah. We don't have really break-ins in our community that I've heard, not really hardly anything. So I guess yeah. I'm not really concerned about that too much. It's more yeah. just a peace of mind. I grew up in a real small town. We never locked our vehicles. Mm. Um, we never locked our bikes up. None of that. So uh, yeah, it was a very different way of growing up. And then I'd go visit family in Denver and immediately, you know, it was like, you're always locking everything. Yeah. And I was like, I would forget all the time to lock the car door when I was getting out. I just wasn't used to it. I do it all the time now. I'm a grown up. It's my car. <laughs> I don't want anything to happen to it. But um, it's just not something that was what we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This one, I love this one. This, you guys are going to get a kick out of this. Number 18, panning for gold is not a viable means of employment. <laughs> we do not pan for gold. I don't here. know anybody that does that for a living. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah, people from uh, not from Wyoming, if they think that we are panning for gold, that is not the case. I mean, it's a great touristy attraction thing. You know, I've let my daughter do it when we visited the Black Hills and things like that. And even in Northern Colorado, there's little touristy places where you can mine or, you know, pan for gold. And it's just these little gold flakes. You yeah. Know? But we're not doing this in Wyoming. anybody's finding anything no. of substance. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this one. Number 19, just assume everyone is packing heat here. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's so true. Um, so the first time I ever saw anyone open carry was here in Wyoming and it was a shock to me yeah. not being from here. I was like, <gasps> am I seeing what I'm seeing? And then I'm like looking around like, does, is anyone else seeing this? Like this person openly is wearing a gun on their hip. And like we're, we're in the grocery store. Like, <laughs> yes. I was, and I, then I'm like, I kind of panicked at first because I'm like, oh my gosh, like they have a gun. Like, is this going to be a bad situation? And then I'm looking around and everybody's just nonchalant. Like, it's yeah. fine. And I'm like, oh, oh that's just Bob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Probably because everyone else was yeah. packing too. You just couldn't see it. You oh, know, yeah. Because they were concealed carry. So, so yeah. prepare yourself if you've never been to Wyoming. That, that's You're a thing here. You're going to see a lot of firearms. Like, a lot of firearms. And I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate it. I'm, sure. I'm, you know. I mean, not to get political, but I'm pro about that because I think also nobody would have the guts to come in here and just open fire because right. everyone <laughs> is going to just return fire. Like that person has no chance. Everybody is carrying. Here. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's carrying. Yes. Uh, number 20, gravel roads are just like normal roads, only gravelier. <laughs> There's a lot of gravel roads. Yeah. Yeah. There are. Oh yeah. So be prepared for that. And, uh, it just, just, that's just the way it is around here. Number 21, the flaming gorge isn't actually on fire, but it is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Pun intended. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it gets its name from the red sandstone cliffs that sit riverside, changing colors constantly throughout the day as the sun rises and sets. So definitely check out flaming gorge if you get a chance to, um, number 22, Nay, it is not strange to see a horse in town. Yeah. So like I was saying before, like, I don't even know how to ride a horse. We don't all ride horses to work. We have cars, etc. Um, The caveat to that is we do still have a lot of horses. Yeah. I mean, some people, especially during the summer, mm -hmm. I see people riding their horses just down the street, paved road, down in the neighborhood. Yeah. Just out for a ride. Um, We have, we do have the carriages downtown. Oh, yeah. 
That's really fun. Yeah, we do have uh, mounted police officers mm-hmm. who ride horses. That's pretty cool. It I is. think that's I really like neat. That. So yeah, you'll occasionally see horses, mm-hmm. and I'll see something. Um, you know, it, not necessarily Cheyenne, but maybe a smaller community. You know, it, it wouldn't surprise me to see someone on their horse go through like McDonald's drive-through or yeah. something. And that is when I say only in Wyoming. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So normal, normal kind of a thing. And uh, 23, the jerky might not be beef. We talked about that yeah. beforehand. Um, the next one is every Wyomingite knows to watch out for pronghorns. Yeah. Oh, when you're driving. Yeah. 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 Um, it's funny because uh, my brother-in-law came to visit with my sister and we picked him up at the Denver airport and it's about an hour and a half drive from there to our house and he had never been to Wyoming and he had a list a a bucket list if you will of things he wanted to see um number one was you know antelope number two was a bison (laughs) um I can't remember you know several things but I'm like oh well that's that's a cute list like let's just (laughs) see what we see and you know within the hour and a half it took to get home everything was crossed off his list because he thought that was like super rare like just rare sightings and I'm like we're just driving along like oh did you see the buffalo or the um antelope out the window right there what what antelope and I'm like oh yeah oh look on the right side though there's a whole herd of them what seriously oh yeah but over here on the left you see those ones up there like they're everywhere Everywhere. yes yes (laughs) I'm glad he got to check off the list of things he wanted to see while he was here so quickly (laughs) Uh, number 25 a Wyomingites cable package isn't a huge concern that's really funny so um like we were talking about before we have modern day conveniences and um this article was saying while most Americans sit on a couch for at least five hours a day watching premiere programming and even more time surfing the internet Wyoming's like to get outside instead I mean that's what attracts people here that's Mm -hmm. why people move here want to be here or come back to their home state of Wyoming because they want to do outdoor things hiking all kinds of snow sports Uh, there's just so much to do so yeah it's not a a big big deal you know to have a cable package I suppose but we do have all the primetime shows yeah all the premium channels we have streaming we have fiber <laughs> cable it's all about like balance everything. right yes I know one of the funniest things people say to me is you know oh well I was watching but I don't know if you can get that where you are that's the phrase I don't know uh, if you can get that where you are whatever it is you know right right uh, so this one's interesting number 26 out of towners won't understand all of the rodeo references um I guess they wouldn't if they're not used to hearing some of these comments like He's got a burr under his saddle. Um, that means he's in a bad mood or he looked like 10 miles of dirt road, meaning he looked disheveled. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, lots of different rodeo references. In fact, the, um, media outlet that we have a partnership with Cheyenne short go, uh, short go is a rodeo term. Yeah. So yeah, uh, lots of rodeo terms. So I guess just Google that before you come vis- visit our great state. So, <laughs> uh, number 27 trips to the butcher store aren't necessary for everyone. So yeah, we don't, um, not all of us hunt. Um, we still yeah. go to the grocery store, <laughs> things like that. Um, that's, I guess I didn't think that that was something we'd have to explain to other people. Um, and then to finish up the list, we just have three more. Number 28, the soda here is called pop. Mm. Yeah, that's it's pop where I'm from, too. Oh, good. So <laughs> it's I, pop. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Ohio, but before that from Massachusetts and it was soda there. So I think maybe the 
further eastern states are more soda, but in the Midwest, Ohio, and that, we're pop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, I say pop all the time, and it's definitely a regional thing. Yeah. Um, so let's see, number 29, distance between cities is measured in hours, not miles. Oh, that's true. So true. I measure everything with time. Uh-huh. And not it's miles. like, it's all more than an hour, too. People will say, well, how many miles is it from here to here? And I'll say, well, it takes about 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all I know. Three hours. <laughs> That's right. And so the last one, there's infinite beauty in some me time here. What yeah. a great place to uh, reflect and meditate and just have um, some alone time. There's lots of opportunity to do that in Wyoming. Just looking out your window, you can see the beauty of our state. Uh, well, that was that was fun getting yeah, to I like kind of talk about some of these uh, things only, you know, in our state. But we did put a question out on Facebook. Amy. Yeah. Yeah. And I would love for you to read that um, post that was up and we can talk about some of our listeners comments. Yeah, so we put a post up just saying we want to hear from you. Um, we're, we're working on an episode about the do's and don'ts when it comes to Wyoming culture. So we asked people just to kind of give us um, some of their experiences. So one listener says there is a clear distinction between a farmer and a rancher, as well as a truck and a pickup. So she didn't really go into detail on that, but I would assume I'm from Ohio and now Wyoming. So Ohio is a farming state and Wyoming's a ranching state. And I can agree with her. There is a clear distinction. They're mm -hmm. very different. Um, she says an outfit is a vehicle, not clothing. So that kind of talks about everything that your vehicle is outfitted with yes. as well, I would assume. Yes. Um, she said, I don't think out-of-staters realize you do not have to pass and then move quickly back into the slow lane she's talking about on the interstate. You have like 87 miles before the next car. Take your time. That cracked me up. This is so true. There's just so much distance from one town to the next. Yeah. Lots and lots of space. So no need to rush right back over. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was an awesome comment. Thank you so much, Brooke, for, for contributing that. Uh, we already had talked about, um, you know, our state being an open carry state. And one of our listeners, Michelle, had said, this is my first time living in an open carry state. The first time seeing someone carry at the mall was something I'd never seen before. <laughs> and I she, really like Yeah. And she also went on to say that people here are very nice from my experiences. Oh, well, I, I love agree that. with that. Yeah. Um, and then our listener, Andrea, said, of course, the wind was a bit difficult. <laughs> That's probably an understatement. Right. <laughs> but I always tell people when my husband was transferred there, I went kicking and screaming and I came back kicking and screaming. We lived out at Terry Bison in our fifth wheel with five dogs while our house was being finished. Those awesome gals out there taught me the ropes. Cheyenne has the most amazing people and I would go back in a heartbeat. Oh, I love that. I love that too. Yes. I have to agree with our listeners that one thing um, coming here is maybe we may have smaller towns and a smaller populated state, but it is all about community here. No matter what the circumstance or situation, everyone is always willing to pitch in, always willing to help out in any way they can. And you will never find more caring and empathetic people nobody more supportive than 
Wyomingites. Yes, I, I completely agree. And when people put our state down, we don't like that. No. I mean, we love it here. Wyoming is full of people who are proud to live here, and we choose to live here. The people of Wyoming would give the shirt off their backs, and uh, we are the least populated state, and uh, we like it that way. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought it'd be fun for us to answer our own question that oh. we posted. Yeah. And um, I, I am from Wyoming, so I didn't have to get used to anything, but uh, I can share a few stories uh, from family members who weren't from here. One time when my mother-in-law was visiting, she's from Kansas City, we were stuck in construction, which as you know, I mean, mm. it's construction yeah. in Wyoming all the time on, on our roads. She had never seen a pilot car before, which is sometimes you have to wait um, and then be led by a, a, a pilot car. It has a sign on it. And then the um, v- motorists that have been waiting, you know, follow the pilot car. And uh, she had just never seen that before. She thought, well, can't you just go when they turn the sign? And no, there are instances in Wyoming, you, you have to wait for a pilot car oh. to lead you. So I thought that was interesting. And my husband had never seen liquor being sold in grocery stores before. He didn't know that that was a thing. So yeah, <laughs> until, he, until he moved here. Oh, and then also, and I'm used to this. I grew up with drive-through liquor. Mm. He had never seen that either. And, I, you know, when I'd be with my parents and they were getting liquor through the drive-through, kids got the suckers. They'd give <laughs> us suckers when we went through. And so when he, he had never seen that before. And I was like, really? This is normal to me. Yeah, so Yeah. That's funny. Well, I guess I bring a different perspective to the table because I'm not originally from Wyoming. Um, so I'm just... I, man, I've been here so long now that everything seems normal to me. So I'm trying to think back. You're a Wyomingite of, now. Yeah, I do <laughs> feel like I'm I'm from Wyoming. Um, but I'm trying to think back to like <laughs> what it was like when I first moved here. What what was weird to me? But um, I had been to Wyoming before when I was younger. When I was about 14, my family took a road trip across the United States, and part of that road trip was going um, from South Dakota into Wyoming, kind of down here at the southern part and then going up through Wyoming up to um, Yellowstone National Park and Grand Teton National Park. So I had seen a lot of that, you know, the national parks. We That was the first time I ever saw a moose. That was the first time I ever saw a bear in the wild in real life. Um, just that gorgeous scenery. But I do remember the drive was one of the most boring drives, <laughs> aside from Nebraska. Um, but it just, because it's just miles and miles and miles of just like this two-lane road. And I remember my family being concerned if we were going to be able to stop and get gas because there was nothing in between the towns and how far how far that stretched. So that was kind of my first and only experience of Wyoming before I moved here. And I think I've talked about this on the show before, but what brought me to Wyoming is I met my husband. I met him online on a dating website and he already lived here. He is a firefighter for the city and he wasn't going anywhere. And so he asked me to come out and check it out and see if I could live here. Of course, he was smart and brought me out in the summer, uh, tricked me. <laughs> and then uh, I'd like to say I've been here ever since. So Wyoming has my heart for sure. But I think the only things I can really think of were like the no trees, mm-hmm. the wind, just getting used to that. Oh, and schools don't close for anything mm-hmm. here. Right. Like, really. And where I'm from, like they just have like probably 20 snow days built in. They just know they're taking them. And I mean, we have blizzards and 
feet of snow and the school is open. So that yeah. was that was new to me. I was just like, how are we supposed to do this? What? Um, yeah, that's about all I can think of right now of getting used to everything else we've kind of talked about. Have there been any s- phrases or words that are different? I can think of, of a few off the top of my head and maybe, I don't know if this, yeah, this you is. Go ahead. So um, I say sack instead of oh, bag. Yes. I can't believe you brought that up because my husband and I, we probably talk about you this argue once about a it week. I hate that word. I hate that word. A sack. My oh, husband doesn't like it, it either. He doesn't like it either. He's like, oh, what? That's it's like a bag. That's, I say sack like a grocery sack, you know? No, um, let it's me a think grocery of- bag. I don't even like to hear that word. It's like so cringeworthy to me. And I don't know. And everybody says it. Yeah. You're right. It's, yeah. it's common That's here. funny. Um, or someone will say a word to me and I'm like, what? I have a friend who said that she needed to go to the market. And I was like, the what? <laughs> the grocery store? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Not used to the word market. Well, I guess more on the opposite side. Like I have some words that I say that people are like, what? I mean, so where I'm from, we color with crayons. Yeah. yeah. What? It- and you guys are, are like grammar Nazis and you're like it's crayon oh really <laughs> <Yeah>. oh man <laughs> like, crayons I what? probably say everything incorrectly then and I am a local um I think maybe the way we say things too like crick it's not creek oh, we say crick yeah. yeah yeah I'm used to that because my my nana was like that like you know we go to the crick do you want to wash your hands for yes. dinner <laughs> yes um I think for me, the hardest part was not being from here. So I didn't, I don't know what the old blah, blah, blah is. Yeah. And that's the only directions people will give you about anything. They can't say like it's on 19th and like. (laughs) So so true. They'll be like, oh yeah, you know, it's the old Walmart. It's the old whatever building. I'm like, I have no idea where that is. And they're, because they've all been here since the beginning of time. And. They've seen these buildings become this and that and this, and that's the only way you guys give directions. Oh, you know where that is, the old whatever building. If you go past yeah. Johnson's Farm, you went too far. Know. I don't, know <laughs> I don't even is. know where that is. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, gosh, that's so true. That is hilarious. Oh, if you guys want to find out more about our show, please go to our website, thisismepodcast.com. You can email us, info at thisismepodcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at thisisme.podcast. And whether you have lived in Wyoming your whole life, moved here from another state and consider yourself a Wyomingite now, or you've moved away and you are a Wyomingite at heart, you all know how very special this state and its people are. We hope you've enjoyed this fun episode all about Wyoming. Now go tell your friends to listen to it, but only a few friends because we don't want everyone to move here. (laughs) Until next time, this this is me. me.